Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, on to the next game. Wow. Panthers. Uh, now, I don't want to take away from their incredible win because they were the better side. And even without key players in the storm, they still would have maybe, they probably would have won it. They were favourites. Um, but I, I do think it takes a little bit of the sweetness out, the fact that Hughes and Papanusen weren't there. But I will say they rocked up and did exactly what they fucking should do exactly what they should do they were dominant aggressive they won nearly every part of the field probably every part of the game they won that battle yeah and you know the two boys being out for melbourne it hurts probably takes a little bit away from it but Penrith dominated them through the middle yep I, I, I said before you know Penrith averaged 17 more meters per set fuck that's like having eight tackles to six yeah 17 per set is incredible. That's a fifth of the field. Crazy. Crazy. That's the difference between like an attacking kick and a fucking yeah. just a normal bomb. That's like every single set you get a 20-meter restart. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I, and my, you know, for 30 to 6, I thought there was a couple of times where there was one that um, Luai could have passed. They would have scored another one. There was, one. there was a few times that Crichton probably held the ball when they could have scored. So... 30 could have quite easily been 42, 48, yeah. I thought. Yeah, they, they, as I said, you know, and I totally agree with you, they won the battle in the middle and yeah. the, the Storm weren't – I'm trying to think of – they were obviously missing Christian Welsh, but he's out for the season. Outside of that, it's pretty much a full-strength pack unless there's someone I'm missing in the Storm forward pack. You've got Jesse, you've got Nelson, you've got Felice, you've got Kenny, uh, Kenny Bromwich, and you've got Josh King. Kamakamika was back too. Kamakamika was, was back – more than they've had the last few weeks. Panthers, yeah, they looked super, super impressive. And they looked like the team where you're going, how do they get beaten? Who beats them? What do you think, Timmy? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> certainly wouldn't panic as a Storm fan based on those outs. But you said when it comes back to the fact they've dominated in the middle, well, Pappy and Hughes aren't going to change that too much, are they? They're only for nearly 1,000 more metres than them, had double post-contact metres than them. 38% possession Melbourne, which is just obscene to look at. Yep. 
The biggest thing that stood out for me going or coming out of this game was just the fact that, you know, we speak quite often about how expansive Melbourne are these days in their footy and their style. Remember five years ago when those wet conditions on a bog track were just like Melbourne never lost. Mm. They'd just get into the grind, kick deep under Cooper Cronk or whoever it was, even after Cooper Cronk, and they would just win every one of these games. They're not that team anymore. Because they use the ball so early, they use it off their line with these big, wide, long passing game. Penrith are the opposite, where they're like, they love a grind. And yeah. because they're, they might look expensive at times, but they play very structured footy, um, the Penrith. They just do it so well. So they've near become these wet weather just specialists. So, mm. you know, Melbourne want to face Penrith on a dry dry turf. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Like, Penrith are real gritty in defence. Like, they bash you up in defence and win the battle there. Um, when it comes to the Panthers, though, like I just I loved the energy from every single player. They looked like they were all on board. Leota has been such a big back in. Far out, he's underappreciated. Kind of maybe a bit overshadowed by Fisher Harris because he's the guy. But Leota just brings so much energy to that side. Isaiah, yo. oh fuck, he's just he's almost the perfect thirteen. Because you could you could if you wanted to, if you said Isaiah, yo, I want you to play like a front rower, he could do it. If you said Isaiah, yo, I want you to play like a center, he could do it. Isaiah Yo, when you play like a six, he could do it. Like, he is outstanding. Outstanding. Um, you know, I would probably – I'm not probably – he's the form 13 in the comp, no debate now. Like, no I, debate. like, I would have said, you know, start of the year, I still think Murray is the form 13 of the comp. Um, I think last year I still would have had Murray as my, my guy, uh, as in, you know, the form 13 of the comp. But I think – at the moment, there is no debate when it comes to form. Not the best, but form. Isaiah Yo is out and out the best. When you look at Yo, like his his body shape is so important for that Penrith side mm. too. Like he's got the ball playing ability. So you, you always said the first contact on him is high, wrap up the ball. But because he's so lanky and his legs go forever, he just pushes you for another <laughs> three or four metres. Yeah. Like he's really hard to handle. Yeah. To try and and I think as well, like his. What would you say? Like his um, play selection of being able to play at the back or just know I just need to go forward mm. on this one. Yeah. He just never gets it wrong. Never. Never and, and gets it, it wrong. He picks up so early. He goes to the line, takes a look up and just knows if it's not on, just dummies goes himself. But two attributes with his passing game. One is just he- like a few of those Panthers tries on the way and how deep he goes into line before Psycho. he passes. Yep. Like being a bigger body, he's able to do it. But there's so many halves in the comp who are, maybe aren't tough enough to do that, whatever it might be. Like not only to do that, but when you've got a big bopper a metre from your head about to clean you up when you turn your back, and then just to put the pass perfectly out in front of his clear or Luai every single time, yeah. it's freakish. It's, yeah, it's incredible. And the problem is, as a defender, with Isaiah, you, know, you cannot afford to slide off even a little bit. Because if you don't get good first contact on him, like if he just dummies and goes, even if, even if you are ready and you're fully set, he will still most likely break the tackle or get a front quick play the ball. But on top of that, if you aren't ready and you go to slide off too early, he's going to make an extra 10 metres and then you're fucked anyway because they've got to quick play the ball. He's Yeah, as I said, like if you would just design someone to 13 to suit this game that we have now playing, fuck, it'd be Isaiah Yo. It really yeah. would be. He's just so consistent, so good, strong in defence. You know, not only – like we're talking about his ball playing. The bloke ran for 178 metres. He, he ran for the most metres of any – outside of Isaiah uh, Tungo, he ran for the most metres of any player on the Panthers' side. Yeah. And yeah, Matter yeah. of fact, any player on the field. 
And, and you mentioned there, you know, like how good he is when he when he, those, those passes. Like, I can't even picture in my mind a time where a yo pass hits the deck. Yeah. I really can't. Like, with a Radley, I can. It happens quite a bit with Rads. Mm. With a Cam Murray, it, it's not as common as Rads. But yo just never – it never misses. Yeah. He's just – fuck, he's good. And, and when do you ever think, oh, fuck, that was a hospital ball from yo? Yeah. Mate, he's just – He's improved. He's probably the most improved player in the NRL. Yeah, and it's. I think it's one of those things like, it, God, it would be near impossible for Yo to bring another lock forward in and coach them how he does it. Yeah, he just he's got it. He's yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I just don't think any lock has his physical attributes. Yeah, like he's perfectly built for it. He played built. so many years as an edge back rower. And 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 I've said we've said this before, and some people disagree. As an edge back rower, that was a solid first grader. You weren't sitting there going, oh fuck, like. Isaiah Yo, he's going to, you know, kick on and play for his state. And he, whereas I don't care what anyone says, no one could predict that this guy would turn into a shoe in for the 13 for New South Wales. And right now, a shoe in for the Australian jersey. Yo, Yo, five years ago, was a guy that if he didn't play that weekend, you didn't notice. Mm. Yeah. You really didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good, solid he first solid, grader, that, yeah. but not anywhere near how good he is now. He wouldn't leave a hole and he wouldn't fill a hole. He'd just be there. Mm. And on top of all the on-field sort of antics and how good he is there, I've never met the bloke, but he just comes across as such a brilliant leader for, for the club that's mm. high on energy. You know, a lot of excited players in that side, we see it. Just that level-heading experience, he must just do so much for them off the field as well. Yeah, absolutely. He's honestly a guy that, you know... If he's on anything less than seven, I think he's getting ripped off. Yeah, we've spoken a, a lot of teams that have got young guys in their spine. Penrith's halves are pretty young. Yeah, bloody oath. But this is bloody the guy oath. that is the glue that holds it all he's together. He's the mature head. Yep. You know, Appy there as well, but outside of the hooking role, he's the mature head. But you like, can even see with Appy, like, they're now experimenting with two and three hookers. They're experimenting with a different hooker yeah. every week, preparing for next year, and they're okay. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's incredible. So... Yeah, man, another another really Penrith, um, you know, back heavy performance again. This is their back meterage. Uh, Edwards one hundred sixty five, May one hundred forty one, Tungo one hundred ninety eight, Crichton one hundred sixteen, Toto one hundred and sixty. You know, like when you've got all the backs doing that kind of work, plus your forwards are going forward as well. It is so hard to stop, and it's why they ran for a thousand extra meters. And it just reminded everyone, like they had that little hiccup against the Eels. But let's not forget, this is a record-breaking, dominant uh, Penrith Panthers side that will absolutely be there or thereabouts at the end of the year. And I think we've also got to keep in mind too, for Parramatta, like they would have had that game highlighted, yeah, since they lost to them in the in the finals last yeah. year. Totally, totally agree. Um, so yeah, Penny Panthers fans, be fucking happy. I mean, it's just you just look at this roster and you go, fuck, like where's the weakness? Like what? Tell me a single position. In like reality, like where you don't have an infinite salary cap, that you would change. Even if you did have an, have an infinite salary would cap, you? where are you actually improving a heap? Yeah, like tell me Dylan Edwards hasn't improved to a top tier fullback right now. Tell me he's not playing as good as Teddy. Yeah, like Teddy is obviously still number one, but when it comes to form right now, tell me he's not playing as good as Teddy. Even Tommy, um, perhaps maybe just a little bit better right now, but. Not by much. So I just did a bit of quick math. So it might not be 100% accurate, but I'm pretty sure it is. Isaiah Yo in his career has played 60 games at lock and he's only lost 10 of them. Jesus. That is fucking outrageous. 60 games at lock and he's only lost 10 of them. Incredible. Um, I thought kick out, even though statistically 
you know, you, you didn't. If you look at him statistically, you go, oh, didn't do that much. If you watch the game, though, fuck, he made some big plays. He made some massive plays. He's a perfect example. Sometimes stats don't really tell the whole story. Because, like, look at this. When you look at his meters, 58 meters, <laughs> 24 post contact, two tackle breaks, 25 runs. Now he has a try and a try assist, though. You know? He's a hard one because when he has his massive games, stats tell the entire story. Mm. But, but when, when he just just has his solid games where the things that the do go unnoticed, stats don't even come close to telling. Yeah, like those narrative. stats, you'd be like, if you took the try and try assist out, you'd be like, bro, that's really, really... Like most people with a try and a try assist have like 150 run meters or something. Um, but just some of his big plays, he's just... He's such a good example of a big game player on the back row. Like I'm trying to think of another back rower that has these huge momentous plays and you know Papali'i gets through a bunch of work and does some really good stuff but when it comes to these like just these big moments Kikau seems to always be there like we remember a, a year ago with that try saving tackle where it looked like he was dead and then he got up and ran across the field <laughs> try saving tackle um, and that like there's also not a stat for Kikau how many times he is the best decoy in rugby yeah, league yeah oh, massive decoy Bucky's a good decoy um, so yeah look man Penrith you already know what you already know. You already know. We don't need to tell you. Incredible side. Now to the storm. Ooh. Now, if I had to be hyper hypercritical, I will say this is another match, big big match that this version of the storm has struggled in. Being hypercritical, but the post Cam Smith storm, this is one of the big matches where they they've just have not turned up the team that we know and love. Is that fair or unfair, do you think? I think it's very fair. I, I, was, I was pretty disappointed in Melbourne. I understand there was guys missing, I get that. But, um, mate, as I said, I thought that Penrith should have scored more points than what they did. I thought they created more opportunities they just didn't execute, which normally they do. I think there's a fair argument that Melbourne potentially caught them on a decent day to play them, mm. considering how, how they are normally. Yep. You know, Melbourne scored one try, which... We'll talk about it briefly. How on earth Cam Munster gets the ball in those positions, sums up an entire field, and then just puts in a perfect kick out of nothing? I know it was a brief highlight in this game, but how Munster does is unbelievable. And, like, if it wasn't for Munster just being the most freakish guy on the field at doing that shit, I don't think they score. Yeah. They, they, they honestly, it was a complete domination. Yeah. It was very surprising. Very surprising. And... Let's be really clear. If the if the Panthers were missing Cleary, um, Edwards or Cleary and Luai, you know, and then maybe one of their centres, absolutely, I, I think they would struggle. But I I still don't believe that the missing players reflect how poorly the Storm played compared to their usual standards. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I will say this in Melbourne's defence. They lost Hughes and they lost Remus Smith. That's half of your right side mm. defence mm. uh, going up against the Penrith left edge who can throw so much shape at you. Like Marion Seve. Put it this way, though. Do you think Penrith get beaten by this No, 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 no. if they lost those same two players? No, no. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But I think it, it has to be taken into consideration. For sure. That, Marion Seve, who's been playing Queensland Cup, he doesn't he hasn't trained with them for the last five or six weeks. They had to get him yeah. approved to come into this side, take it on that Penrith left edge. It's a tough gig, but this could happen to Melbourne come finals time, and they've just got to fucking deal with and it. That's that's the thing. Like my concern is, and this is this is my concern is because they're a premiership trip, yep. and they absolutely, if not win a premiership, should be in a grand final this year. This is the second big game, big big game where everything like a, it matters a lot where 
they've just just haven't seemed to turn up and that's very unstorm like storm with a big game players now obviously in their history they've had games where they haven't turned up but it just the concern i have is like is this is this a pattern like do they seem to struggle in the big games good, Matt? I just want to read out a quote from craig bellamy um it's a game we needed after three or four weeks where we've been we, we've won really well with all due respect it was a good come down tonight this is the interesting part perhaps we haven't been going as well as people have thought yeah and it's fair it's it's fair like maybe there's little parts of his game that bellamy has seen um, that have, you know, upset him a little... Well, not upset him, but like, for example, you look at, like, a perfect example, in my opinion, is the Warriors game. You have to remember, they were only, what... They were losing to the Warriors at halftime. So, yeah. yes, they towed them up, and it was incredible. But for 40 minutes, the Warriors were, def- were beating the Storm. And so... And, look, it's, us, it's easy for us, to, in hindsight... We were all sitting here going, the storm are incredible when it happened. So we're wrong too. Like, you know, we, we got caught up in it as well. I will say, in my humble opinion, that means absolutely fucking nothing. I do think we shot at fullback was probably the wrong call. I think putting Meany back there would have probably been better. Now, in the storm's defense, were they so decimated by injury that they have no one to put in there because they had to call in a guy that hadn't even been trained with them? Is that? Do you know anything more about that, Guru? Or? No, I, I, I think they were in a tough spot. But, I, you know, I, I thought the one that I, I wouldn't have picked, I, I didn't think that um, Cooper Johns was quite up for this at the point that he Pretty tough ask, man. It's tough ask, no doubt about it. But once again, this is – you've got the two top teams. It's cutthroat. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, I, I just sort of excused Melbourne for a couple of injuries. Mate, Penrith kicked off this season missing the best front rower in the world, their best halfback, and they were still just dishing it up to footy sides. Like, unfortunately, and it's harsh in Melbourne, if you want to win this competition, this is the team you've got to beat. And they can give it to you regardless of who they're missing realistically. Yeah, it was very surprising. Like, even Harry, like, I, I know I spoke about earlier in the year where I thought his defence was probably his only, like, my only concern with him. And then... For the last few weeks, he seemed to have cleaned that up. 50 tackles, 10 misses. Yeah. 10 misses. Jeez. And that's, that's a bit, um, yep. you know, that's really, honestly, the only thing knock on Harry you could have is sometimes he can miss a few tackles. Outside of that, he's fucking amazing. What do you think, Timmy? Yeah, I, I like the guru touched on the right edge there. And like Cooper Johns, Marion Seve, Xavier Coates, also still very youthful despite what he's done already in a short period of time. But that edge got torn apart by the best attacking edge in the NRL, which mm. is only getting better with A's like Tago, how good he was on the weekend. Um, so because of that, I wouldn't be sort of too concerned with the Storm. I think the concern is that, and you go back to what they did in their most dominant eras and whatnot, but I look at the the wet weather that came on the weekend and how, how Penrith are just so relentless with their line speed and getting up in your face and they win these forward battles. I think Melbourne's long passing game, particularly off their own line, can combat this as well as any other club in the NRL could. You can't do that in the, the torrential rain that they played in on the weekend. So a few things like that. But going back to Melbourne in yesteryear, they'd overcome uh, weather conditions. They'd overcome two or three injury setbacks. Uh, and whether they'd win this game or not, you know, they'd be in it up to their teeth. Mm. Uh, so the issues they haven't had in the past, that being said, I think they get Penrith on a drier track with a couple of fresh faces back. Oh, Big guns back, I should say. And like I said, you touched on Remus Smith sort of goes in a little bit uh, forgotten about because of Pappenhausen and Hughes. but His defence has been yeah. incredible. So yeah. he would have shored up that defensive edge on the right so much. Um, 
you know, there were big changes that mm. Storm outfit on the weekend. I will say too, in the Storm's defence, is their, as we've spoken about on this podcast, their new style of footy is so front foot. It's like front foot footy. As soon as you get quick to play the ball, everyone is just fucking on the front foot. Now, when you lose Pappenhausen and Hughes, Pappenhausen and Hughes, you lose the ability to play front foot footy because they're the guys closest to the ball. So as soon as there's a quick play of the ball, they're the ones immediately going, boom. Like, yeah. you, you, I honestly think, I, I, not honestly, but I think Hughes and Pappenhausen would be quicker over their first 10 metres than Munster. So they're more suited to like, as soon as they quick play the ball, boom, they go, like Hughes goes, Pappenhausen goes, Munster goes. And so as, as soon as they lost that, you know, Cooper Johns is not really a front foot footy player. He's a, an organising seven that's, you know, can get you around the park. And so it's almost as if they, they lose two players and they, turn, they have to play a totally different style of footy that they hadn't played in years, literally years, probably since Smithy was there. Um, so in their defence, like, I, ju- I do believe that Hughes and Pappenhausen are so crucial to the way they play. Not, a, not, not only, uh, like, tactically, but physically. Like, no one else in that team has that same kind of physicality to play like that. But Pappenhausen Hughes, uh, and um, Hughes's fitness and speed is unique to them. It's kind of like Billy Slater's speed. Like, mm-hmm. only Billy Slater had that fitness to be able to constantly be on the ball front foot. So... I, I, I think that you have to give Storm credit that they lost key players, but it was just more the fact that they, they never really looked in the fight. Like, there was never even really a – it didn't seem like a wrestle. And, and the, the low completion rate in such a big game, 65%, really concerning. So, um, look, when they get their players back, we all know they're going to be there or thereabouts, absolutely. I, I do think Bellamy probably will be looking at, like – we can't, in big games, put it this way, I think Bellamy is going to hope for another big game like this in the season so that he can. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Test the boys, you know, get through it and be like, okay, the big game thing is not an issue for us. We can win big games against the, the big dogs. The problem is, it's like, it's really only Penrith that they have these well, mate, giant The, the next best might be Saturday, Cowboys. Yeah, that's going to be really, really interesting. You know what? It's going to be really interesting because they're not going to have Pappenhausen. Hughes should be back, but then they're not going to have their fullback. It's going to be interesting if we see the, the storm of old or they really do miss Pappenhausen. Did you see what Cameron Munster said after the game? It's like 12 years or something. Yeah, he said we're playing like 12. The thing that stood out to me, though, was that, you know, Smithy was like, oh, best of luck next week. And... Munster said, sort of just went, fuck, I can't wait for next week. He didn't even shake Smithy's <laughs> hand. He just walked away. Yeah, it I just, love that. Yeah, you can Munster- just tell that he's going to go on a tear. Yeah. So, yeah, we're Storm fans. I know it's you know, a bit hard to hear because you're like, are you serious? A week ago, you guys were yeah. fucking calling us the next best thing. Right, right. We're talking, you got to put, the, put it in context. We're talking about the Storm being one of the greatest sides we've ever seen. So our standards for them are going to be much higher than our standards for, say, you know, a bottom-tier team. 
stand, the way I see Storm and Penrith, I hold them to higher standards than I do the rest of the comp because they actually are at a higher standard than the rest of the comp. And like, you go, you, no, go to me. Go. Say Melbourne putting 15, 16, 70 points on sides basically six and below. Who cares? Mm. We, we're going to judge them on how they go against Penrith and how they go against Parramatta and top four sides, aren't we? Because they're the only ones you really care about. And now they've had a loss to the Eels. They've lost three games in a row to the Eels. Um, and I, I hate to bring it up, but this is the post-Smith era. They lost three games mm. to the Eels in a row. Now they've lost to the Penrith Panthers um, twice in a row. Or do they win that first one? It's twice in a row. Yeah. The, yeah. And so it's like, fuck, th- those are big games that if you're putting 70 on a team, you should be winning those big games. It's, uh, sorry, it's twice in a row, but it's also... In their last games against Penrith, they've only won three. Three, what, last one? Their last eight against Penrith, yep. they've won three. Wow. wow. The, the one thing I would, and again, it's, you feel a little bit harsh on what they've done. Yeah, so I do. I feel, is, I'm feeling harsh yeah, right now because I'm like, fuck, they're so you know, good. Clutching shots, but yeah. it was a pretty heavy defeat. Yeah. And realistically, they're probably going to face Penrith in the grand final this year, all things going, going to plan. Josh King's been one of the buyers of the years. Mm. Brandon Smith played 31 minutes off the bench. This it's is interesting, like, this, isn't it? This is the Kiwi hooker. He's, most of the time this year, he's been playing 50 sub-50 minutes, um, barring a few injuries and whatnot. I uh, understand that he's moving on for next year. He's gone with a bigger body, but we speak about the importance of a more agile lock um, for ruck speed and all those things. We saw how dominated they got on the weekend. He's so big for their ruck speed and getting that front foot footy going. That's a good point. 31 minutes, like, it's not a knock on Josh King, but Brendan Smith's a better footballer than Josh King. Well, Brendan Smith is literally, last year, one of the best players in the NRL. And this, I, I think it, I can only assume, but it seems like, look, we're just planning for life yeah. post-Smithy, post which is like post-Brendan uh, Smith, which you, you I understand your... Um, I guess hesitant because you're like, well, you're trying to win games now. Like you got him in your squad. Let's fucking use him. So, what do you reckon about? Would you put Brandon Smith starting at lock? Even though I think King has been good. I, I don't know if I'd start him at lock, but I, I'd definitely play him more than thirty-three. Maybe I, he's injured. Maybe he had a head. No, actually, did, he had a HIA. Pretty sure he had a HIA. He probably even so, like the week before, fifty minutes. Week before, forty-six minutes. He's played 35, 50, 50 before. Not a lot of minutes. So you now. reckon you want to get him up around the sixty-minute mark? Bloody oath, I okay, yeah. Fair enough. Pretty sure he had a, had, a, had a HIA. And maybe he didn't come back on. Maybe that's why. I'll anyway. Look. Um, so, look. The Cowboys, it's a scary storm side. An uh, angry storm side, scary side to play. And just have a look at Melbourne's run over the next few weeks. They play the Cowboys, Manly, Roosters, Brisbane, Manly, Cronulla. Ooh. Pretty tough run yeah. during Origin. Why'd you it stop is. at the Raiders, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Two on the trot. Just on Smith, it's uh, quite interesting. So he, he got a HIA in the 39th minute and went off, but then it got cleared. So he come back on a minute later, but then he went off eight minutes later and then never came back on. So he must have been so, still concussed. Yeah, he must have, yeah. Must have been concussed still. Yeah. Anyway, um, congratulations, Panthers. Got, got, the, uh, got the W. Um, interesting times for Storm. See how they bounce back. I think they'll bounce back in a fucking big way. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.